thing together now. It's a good thing I know how to edit all my audio or all this crap will be going over the air too. Nah, it don't matter, man. We talk aimlessly. <laughs> well, I the, the, can't remember if it's the one I'm working on now or the one after it. It was actually pretty cool because you were you had somebody, I guess, try to pull over on you in a lane. <laughs> I'm leaving it in there. I mean, everybody knows that I'm we're talking on the phone, so why yeah, can't I mean, make it a studio deal, right? Yeah, it ain't gotta be all polished and refined. And I mean, on top of that, I mean I mean, I'm not saying everybody. Some people like it when somebody gets riled up. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> well, and then other people just like it when there is somebody who will get riled up for them. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was part of my reasoning for going in the military, you know, stand up for people who couldn't. So. Well, mine but, was to go in because I needed some damn. You want to play with pretty toys, tell the truth. <laughs> well, no, well, the truth was I had to withdraw from college and I needed a new skill. <laughs> had a baby on the way. Yeah, baby. But, but when I went in, yeah, I, I did want to play with some cool toys. I did turn around and sign up for <laughs> everything I could sign up for. I did have it all in my contract. I did want to be a badass. I did, Nothing wrong but, with that. I was just too badass and too hard-headed to know when to back out of some things and I worked myself into a medical discharge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Granddaddy always said that a hard head makes for a soft butt. <laughs> uh, it's like I said at, at the 82nd, man, I always said, if you're going to fuck up, do it at airborne speed. So that's, that's, right. what I, that's what I did, man. <laughs> Proud paratrooper with a screwed up back. Bad knee. Well, even dad told us growing up, I don't care what you do now, as long as you do it well, do it to the best of your ability. And then one day he asked me, I guess I was about 25. He said, boy, you about tired of going to jail? And I said, yes, I am. He said, why do you keep, he said, why do you keep messing up? And I said, well, dad, you told us when we kids, whatever we did when we grew up, do it well with the best of your ability he said well how does that apply to this i said i haven't been caught for a felony <laughs> yeah. uh, i must have done it well <laughs> no i didn't do it well don't let it, don't let anybody believe i did it well the art of going to jail is no art at all uh, it's but, quite easy actually hey much easier then than it is now I don't know. I'd beg to differ. Well, it depends on your crime. Now, if you get a speeding ticket, you're probably gonna get thrown under the jail. Now, if you no, out... it depends on your defender, <laughs> public defender. <laughs> <laughs> your public pretender. There's no defense yeah. there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what we were talking about earlier—that was—that to me has been a very interesting concept or a topic, as you say, not really a concept. I don't think concept is what it could be called yet. But a lot of, you know, a lot of the people who believe the way they believe, like we were talking earlier, I don't know how to talk to them because they don't—they don't have anything with any substance in what they're saying in order to respond to it with something that's logical. You have to have something that's logical. I mean, you know, am I saying that right? Uh, kind of. Okay, I'm going to give a refresher on what we were talking about, okay? Right. All right. Our discussion a few minutes prior to coming on here was that 
there are some people in the world that listen to only select news or they only use Google and take the very first five, six, 10, whatever articles that come up on Google and they take that as fact. But then when you ask logical questions, they disregard your questions. They lean on the talking points of the very biased reporting that they do get in such a closed sphere of outlets. You could bring them stacks and stacks and stacks of factual data and they will refuse to look at it. Right. And it's because, yeah, and yeah, I don't understand that either because, like I said, we were talking about before, that's because we're talking to some stupid ass fools. They refuse, they are so vested in the lie. And I think it's also a level of arrogance. How can I be fooled to believe a lie? Well, the same way you're being insistent that what you're hearing is true. I'm trying to help you through your foolishness and you don't just reject it. You grasp tighter to that lie like it's true. You don't even want to hear anything well, that- else or look at factual data. Yeah, and that's really a shame because, and I don't, and I don't mean to say this like you and I are the only ones that know what's going on because we're not. I mean, there are a lot of people who really know mountains of information more than we know that's factual. But what, in my case, is what I know and, and what I know beyond a reasonable doubt to be absolutely irrefutable facts. Then I try to share those with other people who may or may not know those facts because I would like for them to not be deceived. I don't want to, I don't want to see people in general get hurt, but just following the lie is a great way to get burnt. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, and like I said, I, I'm no genius when it comes to what's going on. I mean, I'm just now learning a lot of this stuff. And of course, scratching my head, wondering why I wasn't paying attention sooner, but, that's neither here nor there. Now I have the information. I feel there's a moral responsibility, if you will, to share that information with others, just for if no other reason, so they don't get hurt. Well, maybe their and, rationale is that if they play the game and believe what's been fed to them, then they'll be protected. It's no different than riots of 2020. People were hanging BLM signs in their damn windows of the stores. And then the stores were getting burnt. (laughs) Yeah, in hopes that their store would be bypassed. Well, Mm. it's no different than Stalin. It's no different than Hitler. You know, and Stalin, yeah, I mean, Stalin coined the phrase useful idiots. No, that was uh, Vladimir Lenin. Okay, Lennon. And all that was, was he put out the propaganda that he wanted in the government or state-run media, and the townspeople repeated that crap, so they were spreading the propaganda for Lennon. So, but see, this is the thing that people today seem to not remember or don't, or forgot, or I, I don't know, never knew, but they burned the books. You had teachers and lawyers and right. doctors that went along with this stuff. 
Mm -hmm. Once the books were burned, they came after the teachers and the doctors and the lawyers, and they mm -hmm. were executed also. The people right. that are propagating the lie, they will eat their own. To keep Even, propagating it. Well, and it's not just that. It's, we can, there's so many examples of it today. Right. You know, people that, well, Martha's Vineyard prime example. Oh, we're sanctuary city until you come here. Or, <laughs> oh, we care and love everyone Unless equally. You come here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The people that are talking about securing the border are racist, xenophobic. Mm -hmm. They're all these nasty names. But the first time you send a handful to them, then I guess they also are racist and xenophobic because, I mean, but they're, these people will eat their own as well. How many actors and actresses and oh, athletes wow. have gone along with this bullshit and then <laughs> they wind up getting targeted by the mm. radical communist Marxist bastards Somebody will look, somebody will go back 10 years in their social media and destroy their career, yeah. you know, but up to that time, those people were the very people destroying other people's careers and attacking people. But when it happens to them, oh, how could this happen? This is just vicious. This is horrible. No, they, they eat their own. Well, band You're line, not band safe. Goes, yeah, and you know, there's a lot that goes to that. It's not just, I mean, really what you're talking, I mean, it's all happening, sure enough, but what you're talking about too is on the surface, this is just what you can look around and see is happening, but this isn't some, this isn't some strange phenomenon that just started last week or last year or five years ago. This is something that's been going on not just right under our noses, but we've been attacked with this for almost a century. All this is by design by a bunch of evil people. And I think that's what's really important. I mean, we can talk all day long about what's going on right now, but until we understand how it all started, where are its roots, and we don't pluck that root up out of the ground, it's going to stay here. It's going to keep happening. Now, one of the things that bothers me so bad is the things that really needed to be paying attention that we needed to be paying attention to. We weren't paying attention to those things because the media has got us directed somewhere else. Yeah, and the sleight of hand. Pay attention to my right hand while the yeah. left hand takes your wallet. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is, but unfortunately there has been so much of the distraction and the and the intervening of nonsense that when we talk about the important thing or the thing that that has caused all of our problems that we are enduring now nobody wants to believe those things because they think it never happened because the news didn't report it well that or when people do start waking up to the powers to be your committees of 300 your crown of rome the deep state the things that these people do 
people, it's they're in such disbelief. It's like, no, that's science fiction. Yeah, How it's hard in the to world? believe. Yeah, it's very hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But that's just it. They hide in plain sight. Their mm-hmm. actions are open. They openly talk about it. If you go to their websites, this, oh, they're, yeah. they're, you know, it, it's, it's absolutely insane. And it's so insane to the point that it is hard to believe. Right. But because it is, you know, and what's the saying? Uh, truth is stranger than fiction. Yep. I think that's, I think that's right. Uh, that's right. But that is an old saying. This mm-hmm. is not something that just got spout by somebody. This right. is an old saying, truth is stranger than fiction. Mm-hmm. So when you hear something that is so shocking, do a little research, try to disprove it. You might yeah. find yourself in a damn rabbit hole that you can't get out of because, because you're, you're going to find out. a whole bunch more. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, what? Yeah. And see, that's kind of what I've been dealing with since I started reading this book because, you know, we've always heard when we were kids, you know, if you tell one lie, you're going to have to tell a hundred more to keep it covered up. Right. Yep. And that's how you, I mean, honestly, that's how I learned <laughs> to get away with a lot of stuff that I did by somebody telling me, if you tell one lie, you got to tell several more lies to cover it up. But if you go tell those other lies, those lies have to be diversions to keep you from going back and checking the original lie, right? So what you were just saying, if you you find something that is so shocking, it's unbelievable. Let's take this for instance. 911 did not come down with airplanes. And if it shocks you too bad to believe that those were controlled demolitions by our own government, then go look it up because what you're going to uncover is all these thousands of lies that were told to mask one lie. Yeah. You're going to find out there was nothing about the Middle East involved with those airplanes. Oh, wait, what airplanes? Now, listen, back in the 1990s, you couldn't use a cell phone on an aircraft once it took off, period. Nah. Nah. So anybody who heard those phone conversations from the aircraft about some people from the Middle East and fox cutters, and does anybody realize that the NTSB has people, armed people on those aircraft to prevent such acts as those? Yeah, there have been air marshals since way before the TSA. So, and you can't identify them, so what did they do? Tie this guy up and put him in the cargo hold? (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just, those lies are are too unbelievable for me to accept. Not only did I not accept them, I wanted to know what happened to those buildings. But when I watched the news, and I was at work when it happened, so I didn't get to see it until the news came on that evening when I got home. And that was the very first thing I noticed was controlled demolitions. Oh, yeah. And having been in the military, in the aviation field, I know a little bit about the fuels that they use. And yeah, they, it, it was there's no wrong. way. None of it made sense to me. None of it made sense to me. Exactly. And, you know, and I hate to say it like this, but for those who believe that airplanes took those buildings down and don't want to go look at the facts, well, then you're exactly what the Bible calls a fool. And, huh? you know, I'm just going to say this, and I told you earlier, if anybody who believes a lie is just as big an idiot as the one who told it. 
And yep. So. Well, see, this is another thing that people need to understand, too, and it, it goes along with this. Is, you know, I've said forever, mm-hmm. and, and look, I'm, I, lo- I, I call myself a patriot, but I love my country. Uh, mm-hmm. People need to identify, really, what America is. America is an idea, mm-hmm. and I love— Well, the love, American dream. Yeah, the American dream yeah, is an idea. Well, America in itself is an idea. It was mm-hmm. written down on some parchment. Mm-hmm. And it became the greatest experiment in the world. And, and it I hold, is. Yeah, I hold that idea dear to my heart. I love my country. Mm-hmm. I do not like my government. That's right. Now, people need to be able to distinguish, distinguish the difference. A right. true patriot is not sitting there lapping up everything that the government feeds them. A true patriot needs to understand that the government is made up by people. People are corrupted with power and Mm -hmm. nefarious actions are being done by the government. Against the people that it's supposed to represent. All the time. Laws are meant for one thing, and that is Mm -hmm. to convict. Now, you could take the Ten Commandments, and if man abided by the Ten Commandments, we would have a wonderful nation. Mm-hmm. Now, why in the world do we need law libraries filled for <laughs> how many stories right. about how many laws? Mm-hmm. None of those laws do anything more than what the Ten Commandments say. Mm-hmm. All they do is they macromanage your life. And right. if anybody in law enforcement wanted to, they could walk up to any random person and they could find a law that that person broke. Sure they could. So that's, people need to understand laws are made to convict. They're made and put into place by people, people who are empowered by the people to hold government offices. These Mm -hmm. people are corrupt and nefarious and intentionally nefarious. Sure they are. And look, this isn't something, like I said before, this isn't something that just happened last week or last year. And granted, this country is now, I think we're rolling up on 248 years of existence and as a country. But really, these things that we're looking at now, they've been trying to weasel their way in ever since the founding of this country. So this is not new. And if you go, if you go back to, um, I believe it was Thomas Jefferson's presidency. I believe it was his secretary of state that wanted to bring in the central bank. And that wasn't happening. And this was during Jefferson's first term. And at that time, the president and the vice president ran together. Or they ran separately. And Thomas Jefferson was one party. His vice president was another party. And because they butted heads so badly on the idea of bringing the central bank into the United States, Thomas Jefferson didn't want him running for vice president again. You know, they ultimately parted ways. And, you know, the idea in the Constitution for government to begin with, it was supposed to be small. 
The government was never supposed to be large. You know, when the oh. government has guns, the people are in fear. When the people have guns, you have a good yeah. government. And Not just supposed to be small. It was supposed to be small and restrained. Very restrained. Well, the federal government, especially because the federal government has three responsibilities, and that's it. And it has nothing to do with each individual state except that the laws that they have, they have for the federal government to enforce, it protects all 50 states. And, right. and I think if people, if people look at this even, I can go from Mississippi to Florida to, I was going to say New York, but I didn't want to go to New York. But I could go to any other state in the union anytime I want to. I don't have to pay taxes to go to a different state. I don't have to have a passport. I can freely travel anywhere in the 50 United States. If you go to other countries, that's not possible. You may be in the same country, but you can't go from, you know, I mean, you may be in a country that's like, let's say the European Union is a conglomerate of a bunch of European countries. You go but from Switzerland to France, you better show a passport. You've you got to have a passport. France to Italy, you got to have a passport. You got yeah. And look, that comes with other uh, that that comes with other downsides too. I mean, you can go from one country to the other, but let's say, you know, you're restricted by what you can buy in another country or bring back to your country, or vice versa. In this country, I can go buy I can go buy moonshine in Kentucky, and bring it back to Mississippi. You know. Oh, well, however, you cannot. You okay? Now hold on a second. I, you, I don't think you can like me as a truck driver. No, I don't think I can drive. I don't think I could drive into Florida with a banana on my dashboard. You got all those things. <laughs> no, you, you got a what, what is it called? Uh, agricultural checkpoints, uh, and you can't take fruit into Texas. That's a new one on me. That's yeah, you like government overreach. No, you can't take certain fruits. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it is, but it has to do with the natural environment, like uh, the natural species and stuff. But you weren't supposed to be able to release your pet snakes in Florida either. And look at Florida now has an incredible snake population. Yeah, especially since Nancy Pelosi moved there. <laughs> yeah, but now it's called the Florida Python. It's native there now. Really? Hmm? Yeah, I heard uh, something about that the other day. I don't know. But you know it's illegal to bury somebody in a cemetery they live across the street from, don't you? Yeah, that's right. You go to prison for murder. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, wait, wait. This thing saying I got 13 seconds left. Who are they talking to? I was supposed to have regular all-time report. Man, they got me messed up. I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> but... Uh, now, the, um, the idea of talking to people, though, I mean, like we're doing now, and we're really not talking to people or at people, we're just talking, but, you know, there are a lot of people out there with, that will believe simply what they see on the news, and, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to say, man, but we don't even, we, we should not trust the news anymore, period, because, you know, when the, when the media was started, it was started as as a um as a means to keep the government in check correct and now they're um well they, that, that was the importance of the first amendment exactly. that was uh that's why it's listed first mm -hmm. freedom of freedom speech of isn't just the freedom of 
That's what the first thing. The first thing is the freedom of religion, and the First Amendment is the first thing listed. And there is a reason why it is top of the list. Right. But it's not just freedom of religion or freedom to assemble for regress of regress of grievances, freedom of speech. And it's not just yeah. It so much of the First Amendment is for the free press to keep the government in check and to inform the society or the public what is going on with the government. That's correct. And that's one of the fundamental foundations of our constitution. And I mean, or I look, one of the most corrupted mediums now, believe it or not, was founded by one of the founding fathers who, by the way, was one of the authors of the Constitution. Alexander well, Hamilton founded the right. New York Post. That's and right. And that is one the of the most corrupt. Yeah. Actually, the New York Post isn't. New York, uh, the New York Times is. Yeah, the New York Times That's is. Right. The New York Post is the one that broke the Hunter Biden laptop story, and they That's turned right. around and they squashed it. And then Twitter actually kicked the New York Post off of Twitter. And yeah, um, but the New York Post, yeah, that's the oldest print publication in the country. Yep. But, and it was founded by our first Secretary of Treasury. And I said a while ago, one of the foundations of our Constitution, but it is, but it's the First Amendment, not Constitution. It's an amendment. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, and once the press does not do its served purpose, its stated purpose, then yeah. it needs to be ignored completely, to be honest with you, because right not now... Not just ignored, it needs to be shut down. And well, I mean, it, it's fine to hear it to get the main topic about what are they lying to me about, then to go to your own <laughs> research. But yeah. the, the thing about it is, there's so much more accurate information being put out on independent uh journalists basically podcasts Podcasts. i mean you can find more factual data on podcasts from independent journalists than Mm -hmm. you're ever going to get from any news media outlet i don't care if it's print or if it's broadcasted and look it's not all journalists either really there there are there are quite a few journalists who are podcasting that is true but a lot of the podcasts, even the ones that you have sent my way, these people are not journalists, but these people were in, were or are in the know, if you know what I mean. These people had firsthand knowledge, a front row seat to all the backdoor crap that's been going on. Yep. And or really, they have personal experience and knowledge of certain specific areas. That's exactly right. And that's that's really what I have come to appreciate a lot more than just the news because these people are not bound by media contracts or whatever i don't know if you remember but the one of the bands that i played in here after i moved back from texas was a christian band and the uh do what oh, i just got green lighted at this scale house hey good job yeah, you really did. good job. Because I mean, she didn't have a banana on your dashboard, or <laughs> oh no, well my tail lights got that short in them. I'm just hoping nobody's sitting in the scale house looking at I, my tail lights. I hope DOT's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> or FBI, you never know. You never 
I'm You're a, a radical ultra, veteran. Yeah, I'm an ultra mega radical veteran. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me the worst kind. Oh, in control man. of 80,000 pounds. <laughs> now, see, I don't forget what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Hey, this movie considered a weapon of mass destruction, man. It's what? <laughs> this that I'm controlling right now would be a, considered a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> 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 Goodness gracious! <laughs> wow. Mm. Uh, just for the audience, I have to say I know that they don't really know me, but sh surely I jest. Uh, I, I joke a lot, so. Well, y'all will figure that out as you get to hear me talk and what I say and stuff. And yeah, well, we both do. I tell people around me, especially. My girlfriend, I tell her, you got to pay attention because sometimes I'll say things deliberately that actually have two, maybe three meanings, just depending on what you hear when you hear it. <laughs> yeah. And you really have to pay attention because um, I can either make you laugh or I can really piss you off. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing people get to understand about me is my tone is always this. It, I don't care if I'm on a podcast. I don't care if I'm <laughs> talking to my wife. I don't care if I'm talking to somebody in the shipping office. Or in boss. a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't I, it, it doesn't matter. I might sound a little more hostile when I'm at the VA, though. So. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> a... <laughs> and for those who don't know, the Jackson, Mississippi VA gives 30% of American veterans a second chance to die for their country. Please enjoy your visit. All right, everybody, that concludes today's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, by all means, tell your friends and family. And look, don't forget to drop us a line in that comments box. We'd really like to hear from you. And don't forget, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and most importantly, True Social. But on behalf of Patrick and myself, we are the Constitution Commandos signing off.